for 10 here on the run home and White Ferns quick Leah Tahuhu is on the line now because the White Ferns officially kick off the summer of cricket on Sunday when they welcome Pakistan to University Oval in Dunedin for the first of three T20s. Coverage on SNZ from 12.30 for that first one by the way. A key member of the side has mentioned Leah Tahuhu. Thank you so much for your time Leah. Very much appreciated. It must always be a, a nice feeling to be down in Dunners. You've spent a fair bit of your time there. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's certainly nice to be to be down here in Dunners. The sun's out today, so that's been nice, and we've had a, a good run out at Uni Oval this morning. So um, no, all going well so far. Yes, we had Katie Martin on the show earlier, and and she was raving about the Dunedin weather as well. But I'm um, I'm glad that you've backed her up because she's kind of just inclined to to chat like that. If I'm perfectly honest. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. She is. It doesn't surprise me one bit the minute you messaged, uh, mentioned Katie Martin that uh, she's talking about how great Dunedin is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's reliable in that way. Hey, I mean, for yourself, a veteran of the team coming into another home summer, is it still quite a nice feeling, quite a nice buzz to, to hear your name read out? Yeah, it is. I think um, any time your name gets read out, it's really exciting. And especially, um, you know, for the home summer and the first game of the season, it's always... Um, yeah, extremely special and really proud every time that your name's sort of um, put on that list. Is it particularly satisfying for you, I suppose, given the, the journey and the ups and downs that you've been on in the last few years when it comes to the site? Um, yeah, it is. Uh, certainly very satisfying and um, I think just personally just really proud of, of the way that I've been able to sort of fight my way back and, and put all that um, stuff behind me, I suppose, and, and be back as a regular member of this team. When you look at what you've got ahead, let's start obviously with the Pakistan Challenge. The three T20s are, and then the one-dayers. Katie mentioned that particularly in the one-dayers, Pakistan is something of an unknown quantity. What are you expecting from them? Yeah, I think they've really built some depth over the last couple of years. And um, I guess I was lucky enough to go over and play in the in the PSL in a few games at the start of this year. And I got to see firsthand um, some of the depth that they've got. And they've got some real power hitters that I think in T20 cricket will, will start to give teams a run for their money. So we're going to have to be um, on the ball from the get-go there, um, make sure we've got some really good plans and, and hopefully um, be able to set them up a bit. But yeah, in, in one-day cricket, they've got a pretty steady order um, you know, I think Bismarck does a fantastic job for them sort of holding it together and other players are able to bat around her. So um, I know I talk a lot about the batting because as a bowler, that's sort of what I'm worried about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, I guess, what, I'm, what I take into it. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll put the ball in the right area and, and get a little bit out of the, the pitch here um, from what I've seen today anyway. Yeah, what have you seen of that pitch today? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good wicket. Um, there's a little bit of grass on it, so um, hopefully they'll leave that on there and, and that'll give a nice bit of um, zip through for me personally. That'll be uh, quite nice. <laughs> I was going to say, gosh, you are talking like a quickie, Leah. <laughs> hey, when you talk about your experience in the PSL, I just wanted to touch on that. What do you think you learned from that experience that might hold you in some, in some good stead taking on Pakistan in, in the coming weeks? Yeah, I think just being able to share a changing room with um, some of the Pakistan players and um, I guess you sort of get to understand what they're trying to do and how they're trying to go about their game. So you certainly take some notes and, and put them in the back pocket knowing that we were playing them um, later on in the year. Yeah, fair enough too. Hey, I, uh, I wanted to touch on as well, one of your teammates, Susie Bates, gets University Oval named after her on Tuesday for the second T20. Do you like that concept? 
Yeah, I do like it. It's a really cool thing, I think. Um, you know, she's an absolute stalwart of the game. Um, I think she's our greatest ever player, and she's still going, which is something um, pretty phenomenal. So to have that um, honour for her is is really cool, um, being able to, to play alongside her um, at an oval that's named after her. I'll probably give her a little bit of stick, but it's also <laughs> really special. Oh, fair enough too. And she's been breaking records left, right and centre this year. But then you also broke your own record uh, earlier this year, a couple of months ago, the first white fern to claim 100 ODI wickets. That must have been something pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was really special. Um, you know, I'm not one for for too many um, stats and things uh, like that, but um, I knew that that one was, was there and, and it was coming up. So, um, yeah, to be the first to ever do it is, is something that I'm incredibly proud of and I know that my family's incredibly proud of too. Do you feel like you've had to change your style much? Have you had to reinvent yourself much over the years to, to get to this point where you're still going strong in the way that you are? Um, yeah, I have. Yeah, I've had to make some changes. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm getting older. There's no hiding from that. So um, I've probably lost a couple of Ks bowling-wise. So then you've sort of had to um, adjust plans. You know, everything's not, um, it's not rip, shit and bust anymore. It's a bit more <laughs> thought going into things. And um, yeah, I think I've probably started to get that control and, and bring the wickets into play a lot more, um, bowl that bit straighter. So um, yeah, it's something that I'm, you know, incredibly proud of as well to be able to um, have the longevity that I've had. You know, not a lot of um, bowlers, especially pace bowlers, are, are able to play for as long as I have. And I mean, that's probably one of the reasons that I've sort of got that record. So um, yeah, hopefully I've got a few more left in me yet as well. And there's a lot going on for your family this weekend, because not only will you be playing for the Ferns, but your wife's over in Adelaide as an assistant coach in the WBBL final. How do you go about like your, your viewing compared to your playing prep with that one? Because I'm sure you'll want to be tuning in. You must be very proud. Yeah, incredibly proud of what Amy's doing and, and being able to do. Um, you know, she's in her second year um, over in, in Adelaide and they're in their second final, which is pretty awesome. But um, I do probably stay up too late um, watching <laughs> their games and supporting and sending lots of messages over there. Um, so no, I'll, I'll probably keep an eye on it, but we're lucky that we've got a one o'clock start on Sunday, so it's not too bad. Yeah, so a little sleep and almost, almost treat it like one o'clock is your 10am sort of vibe. Is that the go? Yeah, that'll be what I'm doing. <laughs> hey, it's quite an interesting summer ahead as well uh, for the White Ferns in the sense that you kind of you've got this series and then you're booking the season with, with an eight game tour by England in March. You've got domestic cricket in that time, but is that break between the two tours a little bit frustrating? Um, no, I don't think so. I think it's really important that we go back to our domestic cricket and, and play a lot of that. I think um, that's where you learn your craft and learn the game, and I think that's also where we can, um, I guess, progress other players along with us. So I think it's really important in the women's game for, for the White Ferns to be playing a lot of domestic cricket. So um, that's the way that the scheduling's done, so that we can be available for a lot of those domestic games. Mm. And when it comes to the game on Sunday, uh, no Mealy Kerr, obviously, how do you try and compensate for that? Yeah, look, she leaves a pretty big hole in our lineup. There's no denying that. But I think it's a really exciting opportunity that somebody else gets to put their hand up and, and go out there and have a shot at it. So um, I'm sure that whoever ends up filling that spot will give it their best. Mm, and I also think when you look at uh, the White Ferns' schedule, now Dunedin, Queenstown, Hagley Oval, three of the most picturesque grounds in the country, uh, you must be pretty stoked with that. 
Yeah, you can't ask for a better way to start summer, really, can you? Uh, like I say, we've got a bit of a done stunner today, and then heading down to Queenstown is, is definitely one of the most beautiful grounds. Um, and then, obviously, finishing it off at the best ground in, in New Zealand at Hagley Oval. So, um, <laughs> I see you up for that one, and you took it. You took it. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially as a, as a southerner, it's great to have all those games in the South Island. Oh, fantastic, Leah. I love your work. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it as ever. And all the best uh, for the upcoming home summer. A reminder that, of course, all that commentary will be right here on SENZ Sunday's T20 from 12.30.